0: Welcome back to another episode of Limless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Ryan. And today I have my good friend, John Laredo, who is an expert in all things leadership. John, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thanks, Vikram. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. What if you could reclaim
0: hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya functional cardiologist, high performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10-plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high-achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. you're gonna have, you're in for a huge treat. John is President CEO of Concord Wealth Management uh, in the past. He's worked at Penn Mutual. um and now he l- literally travels the globe, helping people become even better leaders. He helps uh, organizations mature and 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 grow their leaders. and he has the passion for learning and teaching this level of leadership. So with that said, John, let's talk about it. What's the number one trait you find that leaders possess that
1: you know other other folks don't? That's such a great question because there's so many answers to that, but I, I you know, I look at this Vikram, you know, I think leaders leadership comes from people wanting ultimately to follow that person. And whatever it is, they want that you have a trait that they want, you have you they feel like you can take them somewhere that they're not able to go. And, and get to on their own. That's really what leadership is. Um, I know, I know this is, there's a lot of you work with doctors, you know, doctors lead patients all the time, right? We go to a doctor because they can provide us advice and information and help us in a way that we can't help ourselves. That's leadership. And there are some doctors that have more influence and leadership than others in the same way with any leader out there. So I think number one is realizing that Uh, You know, are you truly authentic and true to who you are and yourself? And are you ultimately focused on helping people, leaving people better than you found them? Can you, can you help people do things that they wouldn't have been able to do without your help? That's my kind of short answer, a lot more beyond that, but that's my short answer.
0: So it's, it's almost like you're, you're helping them achieve a better version of themselves. You're showing them a a vision or possibility for the future. You're compelling them. You're invigorating them. You're inspiring them. And I'm assuming you have to lead by example. Can you tell me about the leaders who, who do that well and those
1: who don't? Yeah, I mean, that's a great it's a great question. There's, we, we probably both have been in situations before where, where somebody has tried to influence us and they've told us, hey, you really need to be doing this. And in reality, we know that they're not doing it. And we know that just doesn't have credibility. You know, we're always asking ourselves a few questions. There are four questions that we're thinking about Anytime we're we're thinking of following somebody, we're asking ourselves, can we trust this person, which is honesty and integrity, but it's also doing what you say you're going to do. It's secondly is, does this person care about me? Do they really have my best interest in heart? And then the third question goes to what I just mentioned earlier, and that's, Can this person, do I want to go where this person wants to take me, whether that's improving my health, whether that's uh, doing real estate, whether that's investing, whatever the case may be, uh, whether it's being a better, better individual. And then the fourth thing is, do I feel this person can actually take me there? So that fourth question, if this person is not leading by example, it's really hard for me to say that this person can take me there if they're not doing it themselves. So. The buzzwords that come to my mind, John,
0: are this. Uh, I think it's character. I think it's integrity. I think it's alignment, and I think it's like uh, it's a track record, perhaps, or it's like uh, an action plan that's 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 feasible. Even if they've never done it, they have a good way of potentially getting them there.
1: Yeah, you got it. You know, track record is a big thing, and and consistency. You know, is is this person truly? Uh, you know, I, people see the flaws and the cracks pretty quickly when the inconsistencies. Really stick out. And it makes us wonder, okay, well, it doesn't seem right here. Is this person truly, you know, the person that they're putting themselves out to be? So the consistency of how somebody leads and acts and responds to situations that also builds up trust, that builds credibility that allows us to feel more comfortable following somebody so John, who are
0: sort of the top I mean, I consider you one of the top leaders in leadership, but who do you admire? who are are the top people in the country or the world that, man, you're like, man, they are growing leaders
1: or, man, all leaders need to read what this person has. Yeah, that's such a great question. Um, John Maxwell, for sure, is one of my favorite. He's one of the ones that got me really interested in leadership and reading about it because he's a great storyteller and and certainly knows leadership inside and out so check out his books i think in terms of today's leaders there there i i admire visionaries people that aren't afraid to take chances that are willing to really uh put their uh in, invest heavily in what they believe in and also aren't overly concerned with what people think um you know they they're not trying to just lead by appeasement and appealing to people i think about people um you know like a steve jobs you know legendary uh, elon musk these are people that really take things to the next level and granted you can argue different styles and you know what's right and what's wrong but there's no question about it they're visionaries and i think that's one of the most important things a leader needs to do is constantly be trying to see around the corner, for lack of a better way, you know, see things, where are things headed? How is this going to affect your people now? And what things can you do and can they do as an organization to prepare, take advantage of opportunities, avoid potential threats? Uh, That's what leadership is about.
0: Yeah, I just want to stack on what you're saying, John. It's the whole Wayne Gretzky quote, you know, skate to where the puck is going, not where it's where it is or where it's been. Um, And then, you know, as we as we stack on some of the John Maxwell things, what do you think is your your top book he wrote that uh, well, your
1: audience needs to listen to or read? The first one, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Uh, that's 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 the okay. uh, the, the, the foundation show
0: notes there, guys. 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, John Maxwell. And look, there's a leader I like and he's more in the military style, um, Jocko Willink. And he wrote a book, you know discipline freedom. And, you know, I think another one's, um, I think uh, that's his motto. And I think, I think the book is extreme ownership. And then uh, he has yeah. another book on leadership as well. But great um, I love that. Um, and if you haven't had a chance to, Jocko has a, a TED talk, it's like, I don't know, 12, 15 minutes, but it's a, it's a beautiful, uh, powerful message on leadership. And so, yeah. um, great. So let's, let's do this, John. Um, when an organization pays, you know, top dollar to bring you in and you go and you're coaching their leadership team. What is the one thing you look for that maybe is missing? And what's the one thing you, you want to infuse into them so then they can go to that next level of leadership?
1: Well, it starts with the first uh, core piece of this that, that helps and makes organizations run and run extremely well. When I go into organizations. And and they are running at a really high level. This is always the case. And this is when you're working with the team is that they're all in alignment and really uh, a deep belief and understanding in what the vision is and the whole purpose of what they're doing. And they understand not just what the big picture is, but they also understand their role in that. And And if you have your leaders that understand that, then they will be able to bring their teams into that too. I, I think about an organization with, with a thousand people, every person in there should know how their role connects to the overall organization's vision. And, and that's critical. And, and I see leader teams, leadership teams that they themselves don't understand. They can't even articulate the vision. If I ask them, hey, Fikram, what's the vision of the organization? And then I go to somebody else, they, there's different answers or they just don't even know that's a fundamental problem right there and mm. and the leader needs to be the one casting the vision and consistently talking about it over and over people literally need to hear something 7 times before it sinks in they need to get to the point where oh God, i know i know, understand the vision i believe in it 100% i know you can't you can't over you can't over communicate that um so that's the foundational thing that's the first thing is getting really tight alignment and then understanding how their role T- ties to and connects to that overall vision, John. I think what you're saying is stop making
0: your your lieutenants, your leadership team, and, and your you know different levels of, uh, of of employees. Stop making them mercenaries. Make them missionaries. Yeah. Like they got to be fervently, passionately involved in it. They got to want it. And like, I think cultures such as Zappos, uh, I, I believe they have it. I think some place like Virgin. Some of the virgin uh, companies um, really espouse the people who work at Apple they're die hard yeah. they really believe in the mission and yeah. it's not about money I mean yes they want to be financially rewarded but it's it's the it's a it's a you know if it's a person it's your calling but if it's like um if it's a company it's
1: almost like your mission of, of why you exist yeah and you see it all the way down I mean when you go to an organization you go into an Apple store you see and experience Something a, a a real example of the vision really right down to the grassroots of the company. When you go to Chick Fil A, you know you see every single person at a Chick Fil A, uh, uh, really abiding by what that organization is all about around service. So you see this at the the entry level, the customer facing level of a company, and it's not just at the higher ends, upper upper level leadership. Um, and when you have people that are truly missionaries and they believe in it then you can empower them to make decisions i see leaders that you know when i see a company and the and the leader him or herself or leaders a small group hold all the power and all the decision making you can only go so far that's that company's going to bottleneck right if you don't have people that are there ne- that company's never going to move faster than you are able to move if all the decisions have to come through you if you want to be a need to be part of everything and every meeting and everything, you know all the product creations and everything like that. You're just not, you're not growing as fast, and you're going to lose your top people because top people want to know that they have and are making as big of an impact as they can. And if you're not giving them the ability and and empowering them to truly do what they can truly do and be and reach their potential, they're they're just not going to stay. Ultimately, they'll leave.
0: Let me ask you. Uh, I know there's sometimes levels to leadership or some kind of maybe um, zones, perhaps, is there a way you can sort of break down uh, different levels of a leader and and maybe talk about how we can eventually get to the highest level?
1: There's a first level that people tend to think about, and it's more of positional leadership, right? It's okay, I've got a title. And now because of that, I have authority. And that's all that really is. Yeah, you may Sign somebody's paycheck or or dictate you know ultimately a promotion or whatnot, but that's not real leadership. That's just authority. It's positional power. That's it. As you move up and gain leadership, it's really influence. People are then choosing to follow you because of what they see you doing, and because they, as I said before, they feel like they they feel like you can help them do something and get somewhere that they wouldn't be able to get. Otherwise, they love the vision, they love where you're trying to take them, and they believe that you can take them there. And then you ultimately get to the highest level and they they follow you because of who you are. They almost can't even pinpoint it. It's just, hey, you know what, if Vikram says something, I'm going to listen and I'm going to really, he's going to, doesn't matter what it's on, it doesn't matter what question I ask him, I'm really going to value his input because of who you are at the core it's not just your expertise on this topic so or your. It goes
0: beyond uh, positioning, goes beyond uh, words and actions. It actually becomes, hey, his identity is a leader. And so that, yeah. that DNA, it's in his DNA. And that's what I want to follow. I've, I'm like, I drank all the Kool Aid. I want to do whatever this guy's doing.
1: Exactly. I mean, that's the highest level of influence, it's just, it's who you are. And people really aspire yeah. to be you. When I when I see organizations, when I see
0: companies, um, I know that the bottleneck for the growth of any company, or a hospital, or a clinic, or anything else like that, is usually the level of leadership that the CEO or the founder has attained. So, how do you help people break through their ceilings?
1: Well, it's interesting because I, uh, the the issue I see a lot of times is is one leader, the CEO or the the person who's running that business. Is is also very far ahead of the next level of leaders. There's this major, major gap, uh, which that in of itself prevents that CEO or leader from moving to the next level and becoming better and better because they're constantly pulled down to mm. stuff that they shouldn't be. Uh, I had a leader in in healthcare tell me uh, that that he was on the side of a mountain in Russia mountain climbing and he got a phone call from his staff because, and, and it, he uses it an example. He's like, I just feel like I can't detach. They mm-hmm. need me for everything. And yeah. that's a serious problem. And that's an extreme example, but there's a lot of businesses, uh, that in all industries that are like that. So the first thing is to allow yourself to grow. You've got to help the people below you grow mm-hmm. so they can do more and take on more responsibility, and more scope, and that releases you and frees you up for the next yeah. level of growth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to test that, uh, John. I'm going to be uh, doing Mount Kilimanjaro in about three and a half weeks. Are you so, really? So uh, <laughs> I'm going to
1: keep my sat phone off. Turn your cell phone off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know?
0: And, and let, so. let the team, my, both my companies, let them run it. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, I love that, John. Um, that's awesome. So uh, any advice uh, for the doctors out there who are running their clinics, who are leaders in their clinics? Any advice for maybe... People in admin or chief medical officers, you know, maybe they're trying to become CEOs of the hospital or, Mm. or people who maybe have healthcare startups or healthcare businesses where they're running, you know, organizations, or maybe doctors doing things on the side, like real estate, you know,
1: what's what's sort of the, like any kind of physician oriented advice that you may have? Absolutely. I think, um, you know, the same way, the same reason that we go to a doctor, go to a physician, is because there are things that we can't see that we don't know the answer to. We have blind spots. Sometimes we just don't know what's going on and we go to a professional. If you are serious about growing and being a leader and helping your organization grow, in order to get better, you always need outside expertise. The people that are really progressing the fastest are the ones that are investing in themselves. I've always had uh, a, a, a mentor, a coach, the highest level CEOs of Fortune 50 companies do that. Political leaders, world leaders have coaches and advisors. And Olympians do. Olympians do. Professional athletes, all I mean, think about that. And the reason why is they're smart, they know that person's going to see something. That they can't see. I'll tell you a real quick story. Funny the thing I just heard recently is, you know, Andre Agassi and Boris Becker used to battle it out on the tennis courts <laughs> and loved watching them. I was a big fan of both of them. Yeah. And, and the first three matches, uh, Andre got his butt kicked. Boris just demolished him the first three times they played. The next 11 times, nine of those 11 times, Andre kicked boris's butt they flipped he flipped the script totally and it was years later they were at oktoberfest after they retired and and andre after a beer or two said hey you know what boris you know you know what you know how i beat you all those times and boris was like no tell me I'm, i'm dying to know how did you flip that so much and and beat me so much he said well you do this thing when you serve you your tongue comes out of your mouth and it points in the direction of your serve. When you, you serve and your tongue is pointing to the left, you serve to the left or you point to oh, the right, brilliant. you serve to the right. And Boris is like, you got to be kidding me. What? And he said, yeah, seriously. He said, the hardest thing for me was to not let you know that I knew your tell. I'd have to miss <laughs> shots purposely, literally. And that's Boris said, like, you got to be kidding me. He said, I used to go home and tell my wife, this guy, it's like he could read my mind. It's unbelievable. And, and they joked about it, but you think about that. But that's a blind spot, right? Boris had no idea. He was, he was compromising a, a large amount of victories because he had a blind spot he never knew. Now, a great coach should have found that or picked that out. But the point is, we all have stuff like that. We don't know it. And that's what a blind spot is. We don't necessarily. We think sometimes we're better at certain things than we are. Sometimes we beat ourselves up too much than we should. A great outside expert coach is going to be able to tell you like it is and give you just that little extra perspective that sometimes accelerates your growth and you get somewhere in a year that it would take you three years to go.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. And you know, if you're a leader listening to this uh, podcast, um, you know, you need to get into John's ecosystem. Uh, John, uh, where can they learn more about you? Where can they learn about your coaching, your keynote speaking, and and do you go into uh, hospitals or
1: clinics or healthcare startups or, or or things medically related? I do. Yeah, that's a good part of what I do. Um, and and there's a a lot of opportunities out there. So I work with uh, small organizations and and larger ones as well uh, in healthcare. So the best way for people to get some information or learn uh, more about me is my website, which is real simply my name so it's johnlarito.com j o h n l a u r i t o they can also tune into my podcast which you've been a fantastic guest on that's tomorrow's leader and uh, those are probably the two best ways they can do that
0: guys uh you've heard it from john you know leadership is not a uh, luxury it's a necessity um and and if you're listening to this you probably are a leader and take some of this information apply it, utilize it and raise the standards, raise the level of your organization, serve even more deeply and, and just bring it and and enjoy the fruits of all that hard work you guys are doing and and have that impact that you want because with that uh, with that impact you'll get the income as well. Um, so John, thank you again for being um, a guest here. thank you for dropping that wisdom and those truth bombs and that you know delicious knowledge. and, and with that guys continue to be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit vikramraya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.